Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Hey, welcome to this week's edition of Insane Things. I wish the rest of America could see just how insane we look to the rest of the world right now. What the world is watching is an American economic freak show. A bizarre display that no doubt is being talked about greatly inside the halls of power, in places like India and Singapore, Indonesia and Asia, anybody questioning being our partner in anything going forward. And the talk isn't good because of how completely off the rocker we look right now. And this is not being presented to you by the American media at all. Let me explain what I'm talking about. The American media, including Fox News, is in a full bore meltdown over this so-called betrayal by OPEC. Uh, They're going to hold back 2 million barrels per day. And they're watching as we are framing this, as our media is framing this exactly, by the way, as I predicted they would on uh, in the beginning of the week on the show, as OPEC is now in collusion with the Russians to help the Republicans win. And, And that's why they're hurting Joe. What makes this so bizarre and so insane that it's causing major doubts in the halls of power of other countries is simply this. Why are we mad when OPEC holds back 2 million barrels a day, but not when Joe Biden does? See, because that is the single most insane, jaw-dropping thing this week, as captured perfectly by this study by the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. If Joe Biden merely returned to the Trump policies, the United States, the report says, would be producing 2 to 3 million more barrels of oil per day. Wait a minute. You mean a million more than OPEC just took off the market? Uh Uh-huh. So this isn't OPEC's fault, is it? It's Joe's. Yet once again, the American media, speaking for America, is spinning this Russia collusion bizarreness when our own leader did this. He could fix it anytime he wants, literally within 90 days. Here again is billionaire United Refining Oil CEO John Katsimidis explaining, we are only putting out 11.8 million barrels per day. We could easily go to 15 if we wanted. In other words, everything about how we live right now, the uh, inflation rate, a lot of it anyway, not all of it because of the printing, but a lot of it, the cost of food, the cost of housing, all of it could come down. And we could go right back to $2 to $2.50 a gallon gas. The 
$2.39 gas. That, that's what you were paying at the pumps on Trump's last day in office. We can have that back in 90 days. Instead, we're facing an absolute grotesque escalation after the election because, folks, they are going to stop pulling from the strategic reserve and flooding the market with that oil, and you're not going to be protected from the real price increases. That's why Dave Walsh this week predicted we are going to see gasoline on average two to three months from now at $4.40 national average a gallon. We could produce 15 million barrels a day and now make us independent of the rest of the world. And nobody could really understand why we're not doing it in Alaska where we own it instead of begging uh, Venezuela, begging uh, Iran, begging Russia. We're still buying from Russia. Let me tell you the power of this. That was John Katsimini's, um, the oil refining billionaire. Let me tell you the power of this. When Trump came in office, America was producing 8.8 million barrels per day. We would hit under Trump 13 million barrels per day. What is he saying? We can go to 15. We can bury OPEC. As in, screw them. Who cares what they do? And we had hit there. I will never forget the absolute joy of reading the Investor's Business Daily article on the air as we hit 13 million barrels of oil a day. We had broken the back of OPEC. They couldn't set prices anymore. In fact, there was so much fracking going on in Texas alone that Texas had more power through the oil it produced, the mom and pop frackers mostly, not even the Axons, to uh, set world oil prices Then OPEC did. The state of Texas, this is what Biden took away. He is worse than OPEC, and yet we are villainizing OPEC. Anyway, I want you to hear this because I want you to feel good about this, okay? Because we do not have systemic problems. We are 90 days from a major turnaround of this any time we want. Here's the billionaire, Katsimidis, explaining this. And the fact is, if we open up the spigots in North America within 90 days, the price of crude oil will start coming down to maybe 55, 60, 65, and inflation will go away. Instead, we're forcing the Fed to raise interest rates, which will destroy the other industries in our country. We don't need more problems. Let's open up the spigots in North America. Let's declare the oil companies partners with Washington and America will grow again. The recession does not have to happen. If President Biden opens up the spigots in North America and takes away the super regulations that they put on the oil companies, mm-hmm. everything will go back to normal. Yeah, we're going to have two dollar oil again, a two dollars gasoline, two and a half dollars gasoline again. So let me explain what's happening here. He's decided to tap the strategic oil reserve again to keep doing this. He, he was going to stop, right? That's just through the election. Then it's on. You think you've seen economic pain? You haven't seen anything yet. This is an opportunity they haven't had in 50 years because they got a lame duck president, a guy everybody already hates, Okay, they can cast him aside at the end of this and say they were victims of Biden, too. Why they feel our pain. That gives them two years to bring about the economic destruction they need to hurt the dollar enough 
to have to bring in central bank digital currency and total totalitarian control in order to save it. We know this because Jerome Powell's already told us this is the plan. When he said in June, our Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, Joe Biden's, that the American economy, remember this, would never go back to the way it was before COVID. And then we might need central bank digital currency which surveils you, records every single one of your purchases and is pre-programmable so the central bank can decide what you can and can't spend it on? That? Yeah, instead of cash. We're going to need that to shore the dollar up in the world. So the goal is to just about kill the dollar, but not completely. And of course, to shrink the economy down to the carbon footprint they prefer. And John Kirby... Joe Biden's spokesperson for the National Security Council was out explaining this. This is the thing that's right out in the open. We are in a transition, Stuart. Uh, We are trying to transition to a more clean energy environment. Uh, That is good for the economy. That's good for certainly for the environment. And that's where the president wants to take us. But in these transitions, transitions are tough and they take time. That, unlike all their lies about Putin causing this, is the truth. Remember what Joe Biden's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen told us. We are not in a recession. Looks like a recession, but it's not a recession because it is something we've never been in before. It is a transition and pain and a shrinking economy is good, is necessary. This is how you know the economic beatdown will resume the second the midterms are over. This is not an economy that's in recession. But we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing, and that's necessary and appropriate. And um, so there is a slowdown, and businesses can see that, and that's appropriate. Growth is slowing. That's necessary and appropriate. What does that look like? A record-breaking, as announced by the Minneapolis Fed this week, plunge in wages. (laughs) Yes, plunge in wages, job losses, pain. That's what this looks like. How bad is it going to get? Listen closely to Treasury Secretary Yellen. She's Biden's appointee and she told us they fully intend after the election to create so much pain by limiting oil fracking and drilling here in America, which affects the world market and jacks the prices up, that you can fully expect gasoline price caps. What does that do? Well, we did it in the 70s. It leads to rationing and long lines at the pump, where in the 70s, you know, if your license plate ended in an even number, you went on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And where does that lead? They've already told us they intend to use the Lever Act. Ultimately, they want to seize means of production. They want to seize oil companies. They want to seize refineries. They want to seize it all. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's their ambition. They also wanted COVID vaccine passports. They didn't get that, but they tried really hard. Here's Janet Yellen, Biden's Treasury Secretary, explaining they're already preparing 
for gasoline price caps. That's how high they intend to necessarily skyrocket, as Barack Obama once said, the price at the pump after the election. It's a risk that um, we're working on the price cap to try to address. I believe this is something that can be essential, and it's something that we're trying to put in place to uh, avoid a future spike in oil prices. Now, that's a recipe for grinding the system to a halt and collapsing it. So the government has to come in. This is their ambition. I'm not saying they get it. It's going to get wild before we get there. 2023 is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. Because for the first time, the Democrats have the perfect murder weapon, Joe Biden. An economic assassin hidden behind the guise of a febile old man. So everybody's left asking, did the Democrats really mean to do this? Or is he just incompetent? It's kind of brilliant, actually. I spend a lot of time wondering if it'll work. Now, in the midst of all this, should you still doubt they intend to absolutely throttle and decapitate American energy production? This should clear it up for you. This is pretty much the tell from Carly on Fox News, what they have planned for after the election. This is insane thing number three. To announce this this week, listen. The Biden administration is considering a complete block, by the way, on offshore oil drilling domestically. Right now, gasoline sitting at a national average of 389. We have seen oil move higher this week. The president is still considering that ban on offshore drilling, uh, despite the fact that gas prices are going up. There's concerns that they could go up even more. So we're looking at a situation where the president could possibly limit oil and gas production here at home even more while asking Venezuela to pump more. So, I mean, this tells us they are not just angling. This doesn't mean they're going to get it, but they're not just angling to dial it back and keep it, um, you know, at 11 million barrels a day down from 13 tops under Trump, down from 15 possible. They're angling to take it back to the 8 million a day under Trump and then dial it back from there. It's total destruction. Folks, understand what this means. I'm going to make this simple in the simplest way. Every quarter, remember, if you, if you listen to my show, I would pull the Bureau of Labor Statistics report because every quarter they would tell us what the biggest growth category was for the economy. What is the thing that contributes the most growth to the economy? Isn't it weird the Democrats make a beeline for it and try to destroy it? Every quarter of the Trump administration, there wasn't an exception to this. The mining and mineral categories was the largest growth. Remember this, it was always 28 to 33 percent of the economic growth in our economy. That's a massive chunk, right? Most people don't know that. And so as you scale back oil and natural gas production, as you shut down pipelines, as you slap regulations on it, you are killing the biggest growth engine, bar none, of the economy. If you ask the average American, hey, what's the biggest growth engine in the economy? They probably tell you tech. It's not. Not even close. It's oil, natural gas, some coal, and rare earth minerals for the most part and then just regular earth minerals. Uh, but the bulk of that is oil and natural gas. And so what what they're saying, when what they're doing is saying, we are not going to grow. Again, the economy will only shrink for a long time. And this is what Janet Yellen, when you heard her earlier, the Treasury Secretary, Biden's Treasury Secretary, that's what she's saying. Uh, it's necessary. It's good. We're going to shrink. We got to shrink. 
Well, this means the economy cannot grow. I mean, we cannot replace this with government-subsidized solar panels that don't make the profits that oil and natural gas and coal do. Coal, not so much because they've shut down so much of it. Makes sense? This is, and I'm not exaggerating, literally an existential battle for the survival of America. And they intend to kill it. And of course, OPEC has stepped into that breach and got, okay, we'll just throttle back and get really, really rich um, off the back of Joe Biden. Joe's fine with that. And the Democrats are fine with that too, because OPEC is their boogeyman. That's Putin, it's OPEC. It's uh, OPEC in league with Putin, Russia collusion, trying to hurt us. Look, folks, it's going to get real after the election when they don't care anymore because you won't go to the polls for two years. Which leads us to insane thing number four. If you're going to do all of this, you're going to have to have an increasingly totalitarian clampdown on speech. You won't survive it if people can figure it out, if you can't utterly control the message. And that means more and more censorship. Look, every time a society tilts towards socialism, communism, or totalitarianism, it always goes with speech controls because the promises they make cannot mathematically be fulfilled. It's impossible. And so they have to crack down on speech when the realities of what they promise to do become apparent. We're in that phase, but it is stunning the degree to which it's going on and who's doing it. We opened the week with this blockbuster report by John Solomon. You should read every word of it. It's in Just the News. He's a former reporter with The Hill, one of the few on The Hill to actually get the Russia collusion story right from the beginning. Outsourced censorship feds use private entity entity to target millions of social posts in 2020. Of course, you've probably heard about this by now. Um, They use something called the Election Integrity Project and the Department of Homeland Security, uh, CISA, it's another federal government agency in the State Department, uh, bureaucrats there possess the ability to simply fill out tickets and have whoever and whatever posts wiped off the internet. And no, truth is no defense. The only people targeted were right-leaning. And it turns out that Fox News was among them. I told you they'd go for Fox. Fox is going to be on their radar for destruction. It's going to have to be. They can't do the things I've just described in this podcast, that kind of economic destruction, and have free speech. They can't coexist. But what was so frightening about this is that we learned that the Democrat National Committee, that's the head of the Democrat Party, the and the NAACP also possess the ability to simply file a ticket and have things censored. So if you've ever been on, say, Facebook and it says independent fact checker said, no, there's no independent. That's a bunch of bull. No, that's the Democrat Party and all their creepy minions at the Department of Homeland Security. Well, here's where it would have sat the founding fathers straight up in bed uh, when they learned this. We learned this at the end of the week from Roddy Starbuck. Uh, He ran for Congress in Tennessee. He got an internal accounting report from the Department of Homeland Security from a whistleblower, and he published it. I've got it right here. Not only did the Department of Homeland Security spend $12 million of your money, your taxpayer money, censoring you. Guess who else was in on it? This chills my blood. The Department of Defense. They did it too. $3 million. And here's the thing. This was all during the 2020 election. Folks, they're doing this again right now. And we know this because uh, the group announced it on Twitter, the Election Integrity Project. Okay, so the Pentagon then turned around 2021 and plowed 2 million more into censorship. So what does this mean? 
Well, remember the Pentagon, our army, our navy, our military is not supposed to act on our soil. This was because the founders were always terrified they would turn on the people, right? Well, this is them conducting a war on our soil, on your speech. They too can fill out these tickets and have you censored. Remember, you might think, oh, the media are like them. Them's are right-wing guys. They're not. No, they were purged under Obama. Those people aren't there anymore. And they're using that vaccine mandate at the lower levels to push them out. These are hardcore liberals now. That's all that's left in the Pentagon. And they are gunning for you every time you post. Now, keep in mind, um, that is in addition to the FBI censorship. Um, that is a totally different thing. The FBI censorship we learned about last week. So, I mean, every creepy tentacle of the federal government has literally privatized the censorship that goes with our shift to totalitarianism and fascism. This is the opposite of, de- of a democracy. This looks nothing like a democracy. Major corporations with the godlike power alongside the Pentagon to censor you, alongside the Department of Homeland Security to censor you. I mean, Department of Homeland Security was only founded after 9-11 to protect us from terrorists. Our government has turned on us completely. And those are the four most insane things this week. Folks, if you like this podcast, it's at 80,000 streams a month right now. If we could take it to 100,000, this company, Odyssey, will bump it up into the mass promote category. That means this podcast will be promoted on radio stations in virtually every radio market in this country. Most of the big podcasts being promoted right now are liberal. In fact, they all are, or they're non-political. I'd be the first conservative podcast. We can get this message out and put it on steroids, but I need 20,000 more streams a month. Look, we've already done that four times. We've gotten to 80. Help me, please. Share this on your social media. Share this with like many friends and family in other states, um, or maybe even around the upstate. Help me get there. I know we can do this together. Thanks for listening. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.